Rabbi Isaiah, good morning. A good Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Erev Shabbos Kodesh Parshas Emor, here in Eretz Yisrael. Erev Shabbos Kodesh Parshas Kedoshim, for the people who live in Chutznar's Tavshin Pei Beis. We're holding in the month of Iyar, the month of Ani Hashem Refecha, and uh, there's no question that uh, we're holding in the middle of the Sphira, the 20th day of the, of the Sphira, which they bring down in this forum is Yusayid Shebetiferes, whatever that means. Uh, some of the Mepharshim say that the concept is to, that a person should be, should beautify himself, but he should do it with the Koyach of Yusayid. And Ikol Echad Ve'echad should try his utmost to be Mechazik. We should all try to be Mechazik during these days. And we're all aware of the unfortunate week which we've had this particular week, and especially in the events that took place yesterday, which some of you might have heard, some of you might not have heard of the terrible terrorist attack in a town called El Ad, which I'll speak about in a minute, and the loss of Yiddish blood that was spilt. And it's been a week where we've had many Levias, some great people that passed, some of them younger than others than we would have we would have imagined. One that's famous to many of you in America is Rabbi Zechariah Wallerstein Zatzal and Reb Nutta Greenblatt Zatzal. Here in Eretz Yisrael, we lost also two Yidden who we know, Reb Shlomo Kaplan Zatzal and Reb Avram Lehman. Reb Shlomo Kaplan was a big mechanech and a Talmud Chacham in the 70s. Reb Avram Lehman was a, friend, a, son, a grandson of a friend of ours. He was only 38 years old, the father of eight children. Oldest is 14 years old. And uh, there's no question that we feel the Yemei Svira of the morning of the Talmudin Rabbi Akiva. And as I heard this week also, we don't only mourn the, the, the morning of the Svira because of the Talmudin Rabbi Akiva, which is the most popular notion. But the Magan Avram brings down that there's another aspect, which is because of the Gezeris Tatnu, the Gezeris of 1090 which were the beginning of the Crusades, the Crusades which took place for over 200 years, and thousands and thousands of Yidin were shechted and were killed by the Christians on their Crusades. And this also, the beginning of this took place during these days. And that's the reason why we mourn and we act as a mourning people. We don't listen to music, we don't shave, we don't make weddings. So on one hand, it's sad days, and it's a reminder of for all of us that we still need to be misakin, to be make a tikkun as best as we can, that a Kodesh Baruch Hu Rahmanus on us. Uh, we ourselves had a very um, emotional evening last night. On one hand, there was Simchan in our personal lives, a granddaughter of ours, uh, Tehila Talba, our daughter Batsheva's oldest daughter became a Kala, and we found out the news. The boy happens to be a boy who's from El Ad. And at the time when we went to Kiryat Sefer to celebrate the engagement, the Lachayim, we didn't yet know the news. We only When we got there and later on, we found out that there was the Pigua and El Ad at the end of Yom Atzma'ut. And uh, the boy's family, it took them two hours to get there because of the Seger. Uh, our own grandson who lives there, one of our grandsons was right nearby where the pigua took place, and he escaped, and he's Baruch Hashem physically safe, but he did see some pretty horrific scenes. And 
we recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that's in charge and we have to turn to him and we have to try to be Mesakin him, Mesakin ourselves and to better ourselves. And there's no question that the Talmud of Rebekiva, that's an aspect which we have to try our utmost to uh, be Mesakin. What can we do in order to make the world uh, a nicer place and a better place and a more friendlier place? So when we speak about uh, you know, the parshias, which will try to get a little bit of chizik from them, but we can't lose sight of the fact that these events are taking place in our lives. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is speaking to us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is speaking to us very, very loudly. One of the great didn't that was taken away was Rabbi Zechariah Wallerstein, Zechah Tzadik Levracha, who was a defender of the off the derech, especially the girls, the Frum girls that were considered off the derech, and he helped to save and to, I would, as I like to say, he liked to repolish the diamonds in the rough um, and hundreds and possibly thousands of families that owe Hakaris Atov to him. And there's many, many stories about it. He was a phenomenal uh, public speaker and many, many people get chizik from him, from his shiurim. It happens to be, I went to the Levaya because it's right near, Be- it's in Beit Shemesh, and he happens to be, he's buried literally right next to my father. That's the burial place that they found. So we know what kind of, 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 um, of what kind of uh, feelings he had that when he would see a girl in distress or a boy in distress, he literally would not stop in order to help save that person. He would go beyond, beyond in order to be Makar of that person. And uh, he has tremendous chusim because of it. And I think that we could depict what Reb Zechariah did. And we're going to speak about some of the other great people who unfortunately passed away this week. We can tie it in with a pasuk in Kedoshin, the famous pasuk which we're all familiar with, which is the pasuk of Leisamad al-Damriyecha. One should not stand up when he sees his, his brother's blood being spilt. And Rashi points out if a person sees person that's being attacked for and, and you could save him, you have to go out and you have to try to save him to be Matslam from the Raidif. Or if you see a person drowning in the sea or in the river, you have to jump in. And if there's listim or there's robbers that are coming, a person has to go and a person has to go and try to save. You have to go out. So Reb Zachari was a person, he was Makind in the midst of In our own work in our own lives. We also think, what can we do to be, to help people who are in distress? It's not only when you see a, a danger physically, but even a dangerous spiritually, or you see a person who is floundering, person who needs support, monetary support, emotional support, that all falls onto the, onto the category of Lysam and Adam And Reb Zechariah was not the only one who did this, but the other great people passed away this week, Reb Nutter Greenblatt, who was 97 years old, with the great Posik from Memphis, and he went out of his way to help hundreds and thousands of women that needed to get Gittin. And he was an expert in Gittin, besides being an expert in the big Talmud Chacham and the Talmud of Rav Moshe Feinstein, the Talmud of Rav Michal Feinstein, and the Talmud of Rav Moshe Salavechik, that's all. And he really was a throwback to a previous era of great Talmud Chacham who didn't didn't dress up in fanfare. He looked like a regular balabas. If you would pass him in the street, you really wouldn't be able to recognize him. he was this huge, huge, huge Talmud Chacham, a new Kula. 
But one of the mice that I heard Rev Heinemann said over that there was once a case of a person who refused to give a get to his wife, and Rev Nutta went to him and said, Give it to get her ready. Stop holding around. And he says, so the Balabas, it was a, it was a businessman. He said, I don't have any time. I'm too busy. She says, you're too busy? Do, do you travel? Do you, I get on a plane? He says, I get on a plane. He says, when you're on the plane, are you too busy? He says, no. So he says, okay. So I'll get on the plane with you. Reb paid for himself to go on the plane and he took two Aiden with him and he wrote a get on the plane. But Reb Heinemann said, so not only was that a great act of Mesiris Nefesh to be Matzel and Aguna, a woman who's waiting to get to get a, to, to get a get, a type a type of aguna, but the, he was the only person that could figure out what you're supposed to write in the get because in the get you have to write the place where the get is being given, and when the plane is traveling, it's going from place to place. And Rav Nutter was such a genius; he was able to figure out to be matzo this woman. So that's just one little story about an Adam Gadol that was willing to go out of his way. Another great person was Abshlema Kaplan. For those of you in Nair Yaakov who remember, Rabbi Kaplan was the Yid who used to come every year before Purim and would raise money from Atonis Levyonim. And I have to tell you, I always used to say over that Rabbi when he would come, I would beseech the boys to give money to him because you knew that every single penny was going to be used to give to a poor person. And not only did he do this for Purim, I heard that he did this the entire year. And I went to the Shiva to be Menachem Avel, and the stories they said about this great Yid, Rabbi Shleim Kaplan, who was a Rebbe in Eishat Torah for many years, was a Talmud Chacham, and learned in Demir by Rabbi Nachum, and he learned in Panovich, and he was a Talmud from Rabbi But most importantly, he cared about the, the Klal, and he raised millions and millions of dollars that went through his hands because people trusted him, because they knew that he's a person who really took responsibility. I must say over the story, each just depicts another aspect of the greatness of a Yid. The, a neighbor in Fematisdorf said that if he would see every Erev Shabbos, around two hours before Shabbos, with Shlomo Kaplan, a Yid with a Yid with a beard, and, 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 and a distinguished person on the Talmud Chacham, would go outside towards the garbage bins in front of his house in 12 Panameiris, and he would pick up all the wrappers and papers. Because you know, people go and they throw the garbage, but they don't put it into the bins properly. And he would take it and he would tidy up the place. And then he would make sure to close all the bins that no cats could get in. If you know the cats of Yishalayim have a lot of chutzpah. And this person used to see him every single Arab Shabbos doing it. And his children asked, especially when they got old, it's not Bukovedik. Tamil Chacham should be doing this. And he said, what do you mean it's not Bukovedik? Bukovedik Shabbos? To be Mechabed the Shabbos? to make sure that the Shabbos and the queen is coming in and that everything should be clean, that this is not considered important. This is the greatest mitzvah. Rabbi said, such a gewaldic, a gewaldic thing to know that there's a Yid who was Mechabed Shabbos so tremendously. And at this note, I want to say over a word that I saw from the Chofetz Chaim, that the Chofetz Chaim says on last week's parasha, for, for, for you, B'nai Chutzlar, it's this week's parasha. It says, Ish imay v'aviv tiro. Pesach says, you have to, the mitzvah of Kibbet Ha'im, and then it says, as Shabbos, you should keep Shabbos. So the Zokta Helech Chofetz Chaim, we know that Shabbos is called the Kala, like we say, L'chadoi di Likras Kala. Klal Yisrael is called the Chosen. Knesset Yisrael is the Chosen. So the Halacha is that the Chosen comes and he's Mechabed the Kala properly. He gives cover to her. So we know that Mechutin, the father of the Kala, is going to want to give presents to the Chosen. So the Pshad is, is that the Pasuk is telling you, if you'll keep Shabbos, 
if Klai Yisrael will be mechabed the Shabbos properly, then the Pasuk says, Vayivarech Elokim es Yom HaShvi, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who's the father of the Kala, who's the, the father of Shabbos, will want to give presents to Klai Yisrael. The bracha of Shabbos is Rabbi Yisrael. When we're mechabed the Shabbos, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give us presents. And that's the pshat, maybe an ish imay v'aviv tiro. Could be the ish imay v'aviv tiro is going on the, on, on the Rabbeinu Shalom. If we're yore and we're mechabed, and we're mechabed the kalo, mechabed the Rabbeinu Shalom, the Rabbeinu Shalom is shapsoyse tishmaru, then we're going to get a lot of schar. Ah, tremendous, tremendous yidin. Rabbi Avram Liman, I want to mention Rabbi Avram Liman, 38-year-old Talmud Chochem, who was named after his great-grandfather, the... Last Mashkiach of Slabotka, Rabbi Avram Gruzinski, who was killed by the Nazis. That's where Rabbi Hanan stayed in that house, and he was named after him. And he was, a, I heard, a tremendous Talmud Chacham who was Moshe Nefesh in a very short time from the time he got the Machla until he passed away. He made sure to always <coughs> keep to the storm in the Kailo. And he was a, 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 a person who cared about his friends. Again, Ben Adam Lechaveiroi. Rabbi Isai, we're holding before Shabbos, Kodesh, Parshas, Emor. And in Parshas Emor, the Pesach says, V'yoyimah Hashem al-Moshe Emor al-Kohanim b'dayarun v'amarta le'yem l'nefesh lo'yutama ba'amov. The Torah speaks about the Kedusha of the Kohen, the tremendous level of holiness that the Kohen has to carry, and therefore, there's halachas that is not allowed to be metameh, except to the shiva kraven or for a mace mitzvah. But for a regular person, he's not, not supposed to be metameh. The, the Mephorshim say, I think it's the Balatur or the, uh, the Sephor, except the Sephorna says that the reason is because the Kedusha of the Kayan and the, the fact that he's the conduit for Kla Yisrael and the fact that he's the conduit to keep the Kedusha, he must maintain that Kedusha, maintain that covet. When it comes to his kravim, then his kravim, that's his covet. That's the covet of, of, of his family. But when it comes to the to, to the regular person, so then his kedusha is an aspect which will help all of Klai Yisrael, and therefore he has to maintain himself. Rashi HaKadosh points out, Emor and Va'amarta, what's the double lotion? So Rashi says, Lahazer G'doylim Alaktanim. It's coming to teach us an, an, an interesting halacha, that a, a, a kayan who's a gadol, has to ensure that his son also, who's a cotton, also keeps his halachas. And this is a dinder isa. This is not just a mitzvah of chinuch. The Rambam says that a, the halacha of a cotton keeping the laws of Tumah, that's ingrained in the Torah, it's not just a mitzvah of chinuch, and it's a mitzvah incumbent upon the father to teach his child, to teach his son who's the kayin. I saw it brought down that Rav Moshe finds in he, almost, he like asked the Kasha, Rukhaira, that even the Rashi says this, but Rav Moshe says it's a little bit hard to understand because the Pesach says, Emor al Kohanim b'nei Aaron va'amartu alehem. You should tell the Kohanim, the sons of Aaron, and you should tell them. So how can Rashi say, it's really a Chazal, that va'amartu uh, alehem is going on, the Ketanim, l'hazir g'doylem al-Ketanim. Rukhaira, it's really speaking to the, it's really speaking to the, to the Godel. Rav Moshe says, the Vart is like this. There's one aspect of Chinuch, which is that a person has to teach his children the halachas to know what to do. 
But you know, sometimes, you know, you have a parent that they might be very, very uh, dogmatic. They themselves might have, let's say, they went through the Holocaust and they they were they were most nefesh for Shabbos, they were most nefesh for Kashvis. And they tell the children, you must keep Shabbos, and you have to keep the Shabbos. Okay, look what I did when I was most nefesh for Shabbos. And that's not necessarily going to be a draw for their children. Because their children, they didn't go through the suffering. They didn't go through the difficulties that he went through. And for them, it's not as easy. So therefore, the Torah is telling us like this. Not only do you have to teach them the halachas, but we, we speak to the God of the God, you should teach it in a way which is chavivus. Should teach it in a way that the children don't necessarily feel they're forced to do it, but they feel they 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 love to do it. They want to do it. The best chinuch is when a father does not have to say anything to the child. The child just sees how enjoyable the parent has an interest in his learning, in his davening, and automatically it bespeaks to them that this is something of great value. And therefore, the Torah is really speaking to the gadol. It's taking to the God, you should teach your cotton how to do it in a way that will be chavav. As I remember hearing from Rav Moshe, he once said that those parents, that they said it's schwer zu sein yid, it's so hard to, keep, to be a Jew. Their children went off to derech. But if they would have said it's glicklich zu sein yid, it's a great, great joy to be a yid, then the children would have seen how wonderful it is. He used to say, it's Shabbos is like a Cadillac car. Keeping of the Shabbos is so great so this is something we want to do. Rabbi said, we're living in a world where we see clearly that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the, is the one that runs the world. We have to turn to Him and we have to try to better ourselves, as we said before, to try our utmost to make it pleasant that we should care about the world, the other world, and that things should be uh, interesting and things should be important and joyous for the next generation, they, they themselves should want to keep it. And I saw a Misa of a great, great Yid whose yard said is tomorrow, or before Levin Zeich who was the brother-in-law of Rav Yashif and was the son of the great Tzadik of Yishalayim, Rebari Levin. Now he was known to not only be a great Tzadik, I was to take him and to be by him many, many times, but he was he was also had a Kabbalah on how to complete the Goyal of the Grah. No, the girl had a special girl. And Rebbe Fall received this Messiah from his father, who received it from Reb Chaim Berlin. Reb Chaim Berlin received it from his father, the Nitziv of, who was the, the Nitziv of Volazhin, who received it from his father-in-law, Reb Itzlam of Volazhin. And Reb Itzlam of Volazhin received it from his father, Reb Chaim Volazhin, who got it from the girl. So Rebbe Fall Levin had a direct connection to the Vilna Gain. And they say that he had a Tanakh which was special, that was there, that they had in the family, that was given over as a heirloom from the time of the Vilna Goin. And that's the, the, the Tanakh that he used to use in order to use the Gaur Lagroa. The Gaur Lagroa has a whole system. You turn a certain amount of pages and a certain amount of psukim, and then you count another certain amount of psukim. And uh, Rebbe Fall was known to be a person that could use the, that knew how to do the, the Gaur Lagroa. Um, they say over a story that his own son, Reb David Levin, who was a grandson of Rabbi Levin, he was a Rav in Netanya. And at a certain point, the Netanya uh, Tzibur wanted that he should become the chief rabbi, of Netanya, the Ashkenazic chief rabbi of Netanya. That he knew he, he had a very good rapport with the irreligious mayor. And that if he would become the rabbi, 
that there are many, many things he could do for Torah and for Yiddishkeit in the city of Netanya. And on one hand, he himself was interested if he could help out and the people, the community, the, the other uh, Rabbanim, the other Gabayim, they felt he was the right person for it. On the other hand, at that time, Netanya was a, was a seabed of the Meretz party, which was anti-religious. And they said that they'll only support Rabbi David on the condition that he would not get involved with all of the non-religious activities, which some of them might have been Chilo Shabbos active, activities, I'm not sure. As long as he stays away and he just lets them live the way they want to live, then they'll support him as well. So Rabbi David was unsure, is it worthwhile to go in and then he could make a lot of shiurim and then he get a lot of funding for, and for the yeshivas and for the for the Batikinesias and to, to help implement the kashras, or should he stay away from it? So he went to his father. And when he came to his father, his father said, I'll do the Goyal Agra. And he did the Goyal Agra and he ended up opening it up to the Pasik that said these words. He shom, it's a Pasik in Shemais. He shom pentichris bris im You should be very careful not to cut a covenant with the people of this nation. He's speaking about the idol worshippers. The person should not, we shouldn't intermarry. And immediately they saw clearly Hashkocha Pratisim Hashem, this Pasik came out from the Goyal Agra. That he should not get involved. And that's what happened. Even though he had a lot of support, he decided he's not going to take that position. And they say for the next 20 years, there was no Ashkenazic chief rabbi in Netanya based upon that Goril Hagra. The Mishpachas Levin, they say that one of the grandchildren said over the story to Reb Chaim Kanievsky Zetzal, who was a nephew of, of Reb Levin. And he said over that Reb Chaim said, ah, Amaifus, Amaifus. He said, this is a miracle, this is a mess. Rabbi Sai, ah, we know that we need lots of Nisim. We're holding in the the month of Iyar, which is Ani Hashem Refecha. We see clearly that this year is, uh, we need a lot of Tikkunim, we need a lot of Chizuk. On one hand, we see that there's a lot of Simcha and a lot of joy, that the Torah is being learnt, the Yeshivas are full, the Shiurim, the Dafayaymis, there's a lot of chesed that's going on. And at the same time, we see a Kaddish Baruch Hu's being Tavayos. We're holding in the 20th day of the Sphere, almost halfway till Shavuos. We give a bracha to everybody. Everyone should be safe. We should hear good news. We should share good news. We should be simchas in Kala Yisrael. We should be zoichem Hashem to herald in with the Mashiach, Bez Hashem Yisborach, that he should be merapas and give us Yeshua's. And we're wishing everyone a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.